songs. Hey everyone, welcome to Why Mommy Drinks. This is Betsy Stover. And this episode, I am joined by my guest co-host this episode, Rebecca Johnson. Hello. Hi. Thanks for having me. <laughs> you all know Rebecca. She's been on the show uh, two, three times. You've been on the show a bunch of times, right? Yeah, I've been. I haven't been on in a while, so um, I'm excited. I have a story. Cocked and ready to go. Is cocked the right word? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, don't guns. I don't have guns, so I'm not sure if cocked is the right word, but it's cocked. <laughs> Just keep saying cocked. This is the best. This is the best. Ew, cock. I've got a story in the cock. <laughs> and it has nothing to do with cocks, too. I'm... <laughs> no? I don't like chickens. <laughs> okay. Um, we are also joined in the, I'm so excited. She's a comedian and she's an actor and a writer, Aisha Alpha. Hello. Hi guys. So wonderful to be here. This is delightful. It's also just an excuse to be away from all things. Thank you for that. (laughs) Oh, are you in a room with a door closed? Congrats. Oh, that door is closed, baby. (laughs) Um, Husband's in charge. Husband's in charge. Bye. My favorite. Uh, so I have three kids. They are all boys, four, uh, eight, and nine. Oh my gosh! But my nine-year-old turns ten in like four days. And oh my gosh! Happy thing. birthday! Early birthday! Uh, uh, Rebecca, what you got? Uh, I have one child, and he is five, but he's turning six in like a couple of weeks. And uh, you know, just the one, but uh, he's he's still hard to handle. <laughs> I I see you, Rebecca. <laughs> um, I have no kids. Uh, don't know why I'm on this podcast. Just thought I'd just branch out. No, I have I have one um one kid, and he is 14 months. I'm still Aww. in the months um area of recording days they've been alive. Um, but yeah, so he and he's amazing, and also you know every kid is a lot. I think uh. I was just talking with one of my friends about how people like post about these perfect, you know, perfect motherhood, perfect this. And I'm like, that's all a bunch of bullshit. Everybody, everybody is lying through their teeth. (laughs) (laughs) Everyone is absolutely lying. But um, yeah, one can be, one can be a lot. I don't, I will also, when I think about having more, I'm like, how, how, (laughs) how, how do people, how do people do it? Just barely, just barely. Although I will say that during this pandemic, I I haven't wanted any more kids, but during this pandemic, I've been like, wow, the people that actually like had more like close in age, like, wow, they have playmates. Like my son Mm -hmm. is like by himself playing alone, trying to get me to play Pokemon. I never want to talk about Pokemon again. (laughs) Should have had another baby. I might steal someone else's like four-year-old so that he has a playmate. Are you like thinking about having another kid in, at any so. point or just you're done? Yeah. I think I'm past it now. But yeah, it would have been nice if I had done it when he was like two. Yeah. That's <laughs> well, we're um we're like in that stage where it's like, okay, like now's the Bang it out. Now's right. the time. Bang literally. Bang literally yeah. bang it out. Um, I think I, I referred to it with my husband as like rip the band-aid off. Or I was like, let's just rip off the band-aid. It's gonna suck for a few years and then like it's done. Yeah. Uh, I was an idiot. It's not <laughs> done. <laughs> so your kids have each other. It's so nice. Yeah, a little my I think my guy is like he would love to have a sibling because he just lights up when other kids are around. And uh-huh. so it's really yeah, I think that's the only Possibly now, after having a kid for this long, the only reason I would do it again is because he would like it. I'm like, yeah. I, I will give this gift to you, and then you owe me your life for the rest of your days. <laughs> um, yeah, it's a lot. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Let's just all take a moment to sigh out all of our feelings for a moment. Uh, don't breathe in too deeply, though. <laughs> 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 Just the existential dread of it all. Right? So um, California is burning right now, everyone mm. listening. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> so it's, um, you know, it's it's crazy outside. I'm in mid-city, and uh, Aisha, where are you, if you don't mind? We're in Studio City. So we're, okay. like, in the valley where I feel like every possible weather just sits and, Whoa. like, sits on us. So we're getting a lot of 
smoke. It's looking very uh, post-apocalyptic right now. Oh, yeah. 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 Or just like currently apocalyptic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's not after yet. I can't wait till it's after. I would love to live in one of those after novels. Right. That's Um, like now we're dreaming of (laughs) post-apocalyptic. Utopia is so far away. Uh, I'm in in Glendale and it is also quite smoky. Um, So, you know. Just living that smoky life. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Good times. Well, okay. So, yeah, my my son is going to turn 10 next week, and it is kind of throwing me for a loop. It is yeah. uh, crazy pants to think about a kid that has uh, two digits in his age. <laughs> um, it's, yeah, it's, it's really weird because, uh, you know, it does feel like – forever and I know where the two of you are at with your journey and I know that it definitely feels like childhood is forever in that place and it's very strange to be straddling that right now where I have a four-year-old and he's still such a widow baby Mm -hmm. Uh, so yeah of course he's having a birthday and I don't know what we're gonna do and part and I keep going back and forth with like we'll just have a cake and it will and we'll you know we'll we'll have like a zoom with family members and that'll be fine and he'll, he'll get presents and that'll be fine but then part of me is oh there's always the like sort of Pinterest mom wannabe in the back of my head who's also like, or. (laughs) (laughs) Or you could ruin your days and nights and try and do something that's not accomplishable. (laughs) What if I do something fucking nuts (laughs) (laughs) that I don't have time for? (laughs) Uh, And then I'll always feel like I have to do it. (laughs) Right, for all of them. Oh, man. So here, let me, uh, I'll tell you what's been uh, breaking me over here. Um, We... So we used to have a dog. We no longer have a dog. Um, it, we talked about it on the show. Be, um, so we, uh, my husband and I had a dog before we had kids. And then when we had kids, the dog was like, this is not acceptable. I do oh, not no. like these people. Aww. Which is fair. I don't always like them. <laughs> <either>. uh, <laughs> no offense to them, but, you know, kids. Um but then um, at one point, uh, our dog bit he, – he bit them, and then the breaking point was he bit my uh, now eight-year-old on the face, Ooh. and he had to go to the you know emergency room, and it was a whole thing. So we rehomed him. Luckily, my friend Caddy in Seattle – who and her husband Joel took our dog and it it's amazing. So we haven't had pets really since then except for a series of goldfish um <laughs> that we have now we no longer have any of the original goldfish because of course they've all passed because you know fish owning it's a lot of um what is it? Uh, you know, you you try it, and then you fail, and the and then you try you, again, and you keep yeah. failing. <laughs> what the fuck is that called? Trial and error. <laughs> yes, thank you. <laughs> Russian roulette. No. <laughs> What's that called? Uh, murder and uh, <laughs> 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 trial and error. So, and it happened because we went to like some fucking uh, kid, like a fair at the kids' school, and they had, I don't know what fucking genius came up with this idea they if they won the game they would get a goldfish oh like a real like like in a bag the whole thing from the Uh, fair that's uh, just yeah it's cruel uh and not even a punishment for the parents yes here here you go go spend a hundred dollars now on a bunch of (laughs) bullshit that that stupid fish is gonna need the fish that does not give you love um and honestly it wasn't even like cute it wasn't a cute <laughs> goldfish it wasn't like a pretty goldfish from pinocchio goldfish it was like an ugly goldfish that you feed uh, some other pet that you have it's not cute <laughs> so we had uh we had a series of those and then when and then of course they would die and so we would have to replace them and so now we have two cute goldfish and then a horrible fish uh <laughs> 
<laughs> I'm glad you're talking about your fish and not your children. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah. So we have two goldfish and they're beautiful. Um, but then they have like this abusive fish that lives with them, and her name is Erica, and she sucks. And she's like a she's supposed to like clean the tank because goldfish are like super dirty. Um, uh, they're like the the teenagers of the of the fish world. Fish world. They just, they had that, yeah. So they're so we got this fish because because she, she like eats dirt and stuff. And so she's uh, like the help of the yes! fish world. She's, You're like she's, we hired you a maid, goldfish. Now be yeah. nice to Erica. <laughs> And like it. You better like it, Erica. But like, but she's like a mean maid who's like (laughs) like telling them what to do and like Nurse Ratchet. Stealing their food. Yes. Yes. Although even Nurse Ratchet, I like I actually do have a weird soft spot for Nurse Ratchet. (laughs) Um, No, it's really weird to say. Um, but, uh, but yeah, so like if you get anywhere near the tank, uh, Erica will like get to the front of the tank and then she'll start like biting the other fish and being like, get the fuck out of the way. I'm here for food. Yeah. Anyways, she's the worst. So then, um, on the last day of school, I think it was this past year, but maybe it was the year before my oldest kid came home, came home un announced with a bag of fish had a mom a pregnant mom fish oh no and two baby fish who maybe were hers as well all right so um who runs your school like the fish lobby (laughs) (laughs) fish but uh, miss principal gorton's yeah yeah. uh, (laughs) stupid sorry Oh, stupid. Um, so yeah, oh fucking principal Red Lobster over there sends us <laughs> sends like three fish home, and uh, and then we're like, oh, that's a fucking surprise. Good times, um, you know. So so then we had to buy a different tank for them because they need warm water and they oh don't gosh. live with those other fish. Um, and here's the cool thing about guppies. So these are guppies. <laughs> And um, they uh, reproduce all the time. And they have live births, which is actually really fucking nuts and amazing. (laughs) I'm not quite sure how that works, like, in that whole, like, mammal fish situation, because this is a live birth. Yeah, live. Isn't that a mammalian thing? Live births? How are fish? I thought so. They're evolving. Oh, shit. (laughs) Part of the apocalypse. Yeah. Oh, my God. It's 2020. Only these guppies do live birth. Only these guppies. (laughs) You're witnessing, like, the change of humanity right now. And you're like, fuck these fish. We're like, scientists are like, oh, my God, bring them to our lab immediately. We must study them. (laughs) It's amazing because they will, they'll have, like, any, they'll have, like, up to, like, 50 babies in, yeah, like, and it's, nuts so and a, and a lot of times we don't even get to because we've got shit going on and now we've got two tanks of fish so these fish are always getting pregnant and we don't always get to them in time and sometimes they'll have babies and we don't even realize it and then the other fish eat it it's terrible but don't oh, worry our, our kids never look at them or check <laughs> <it>. <laughs> so it's not like anyone's like sad about it it's like oh no um. <laughs> my 50 best friends <laughs> it's the worst and not not only that so now there's like a lot in there and a lot of them um it's an interesting genealogical like uh thing um uh, the, some of them have like a weird spine they have um a spine with like a like a bump in it so hmm. they they're very strange looking and not not pretty um and i even sort of said to my husband like hey maybe we because i'm a fucking psychopath i was like maybe we should get rid of the ones that are all bumpy Uh, so (laughs) so they stop having 
having uh, babies. And then, and he was like, well, we probably should just take the male fish out and have a different tank for the male fish. And then I was like, are you fucking kidding me? A different tank? Like three oh fish tank? Do you think maybe the, the male and the female are like long lost brother and sister? And that's yes. why they're having all these issues? Probably. Yeah. They're oh, wow. totally inbred. <laughs> the babies, I'm the worst. The babies <laughs> screw each other, right? Yeah. They so eat everyone's each other. just screwing each other, eating each other. It's like it's like the original Garden of Eden. Right. <laughs> I'm so sorry. That's oh, awful. Man. I'm so sorry to anyone who's deeply religious. Um, but yes, so they're eating each other, they're screwing each other, they're multiplying. So recently, uh, one had a baby. No, sorry, one was pregnant, and I got to her before the <laughs> they uh, she had the babies, so that no one ate them. But she had like thirty five babies. Oh my god! So then I had to, yeah. so we had this like other extra little tiny tank that we had used to use when we had our very first fish. <sighs> um, <laughs> And um, this is or this is this like, is horrifying. It's like fish inception. Like they're just yeah. more tanks keep happening, <laughs> smaller, smaller, bigger. There's like what is fish are the worst. They're the worst possible pet anyone could ever have, other than the birds. Worst. And you like have two hundred of them. Like two, yeah. Fish. Like, <laughs> you I'm just picturing so many fucking fish. We have that is correct. We have so many fucking fish. <laughs> Oh my god! So yeah, we have these these two beautiful fish and their asshole maid in in one room. <laughs> We've got these guppies who won't stop fucking and murdering in another tank, and half of them are disfigured. And my husband won't let me do anything about anything. And oh, then um, and then now we have this small tank, and it's just filled to the brim with baby fish, and um. <laughs> And I'm not sure what the end game is here. Um, you guys are going to have to move out of your house because the fish will be <laughs> in little bowl. Where <laughs> the house now belongs to you, fish. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we'll put it in our will, like those rich old ladies who leave all their money to their dogs. <laughs> the house is for the fish. Yeah. <laughs> um. So yeah, I don't know. And then and then anytime anyone brings up anything about like a dog, a cat a guinea pig i'm just like fuck this because we have a hundred literally fish that like no one looks at i'm they don't even have names it's so sad and my (laughs) and i refuse to like take care of them really i'll feed them but i'm i'm not gonna like clean their shit (laughs) because I thought you almost said walk them. And I was like, no, no, no. That's no, what you should do if you want to get rid of them. Yeah, Take yeah. them out of there. Drag them around the block a few times. Problem solved. That would be amazing. I don't know. I walked them and they came back dead. I'm so sorry. <laughs> this is the 47th time I've tried it. Every single time. Save yourself. I don't know what's happening. Oh, we're out of fish. <laughs> uh, yeah, so, uh, uh, yeah. I don't like. I don't like it. I don't like pets. God bless. We've had a lot of guests recently talking about getting dogs, getting puppies, and I just can't even – I can't even with these fish and <laughs> I can't even with any future pets. And it's weird because I used to be such a dog person and I used to be like a caring person who <laughs> had love for – you know, and here I am like, uh, you know, I'm, I'm, I want to like cull the herd. It's made me into a horrible person. In all fairness, though, your fish sound like way more work than just getting a dog. Just get rid of all the fish and get one dog. Yeah, you'll be fine. Fun. Like One walk a day, maybe a litter of puppies every once in a while if you don't get it like, you know, what is it, spayed or whatever. Like you just go. What, it, what is it spayed for dogs and neutered for cats or the other way around? I, I never know. I think it's like a girl and boy situation, right? Oh, yeah. I see. I never know. Females <laughs> and neutered for uh, males. Yeah, we have a. There's a cat next door. My my weird neighbors keep buying cats and then like n- only having them outside all the time. And they have a <laughs> it's fucking weird. It's so like, weird. Just feed cat. the cat the fish. <laughs> <laughs> Problem solved. There you go. Hey, do you like deformed fish? Um <laughs> boy, if I got a meal for you. Um yeah. 
they have a cat that never comes inside. I'll look out the window at like 1.30 in the morning and the cat's in the driveway. The cat is always outside and they still haven't gotten that cat n- neutered. And oh, no. I'm, there are so many cats in my neighborhood. I'm sure that cat is making all sorts of babies. It's a problem. Do you hear the cat being in, in heat? Because I, I had never... I experienced that for the first time and I thought someone had left their baby outside in the street. Like I was convinced. I left my home looking for an abandoned baby in the street and there was just like a cat who was like, somebody fuck me. Like it was <laughs> terrifying. The sounds that cats make when they're in heat is like, it should, there should just be a horror film and it's just sounds of cats. <laughs> I would I would never go outside again. That's like one time there was a we were at a cabin and there was a fox outside and we thought yeah we thought it was like a like a crying child in the woods and <laughs> yeah. it's, it's like a fox being like and you know what nothing is sexier than a just a whimpering a whimpering <laughs> emotional annoying like please can you just keep it down <laughs> although i do like it's like cats they menstruate just like us they're like ah. <laughs> <laughs> that is exactly how i sound it's true <laughs> my husband's always like you must be on your period and i'm just in the corner <laughs> <laughs> I'm a baby in the street. (laughs) StoryWorth is a sponsor of our podcast this week. These days, we have lots of ways to stay in touch with our family, like my family has a text chain, so even if we can't visit them in person, we can instantly check in, which is great, but sometimes I want to bond in other meaningful ways. Thanks to StoryWorth, I'm connecting with loved ones and learning family history I never knew about. Each week, StoryWorth emails your family member a different story prompt. So questions that you never thought to ask, like what have been some of your life's greatest surprises or what's one of the riskiest things you've done? And what I like about it too is that you can even edit or modify the questions. So if there's certain things you really want to know about, you can make sure that it gets in there. Plus, reading the answers every week is fun and it makes our family feel close even if we're not all together. StoryWorth is a fun and meaningful way to engage with family, especially with relatives that you might not get to see very often. This online service helps your loved ones share stories through thought-provoking questions about their memories and personal thoughts. It's the gift of spending time together wherever you live. And after one year, StoryWorth will compile every answered question and photo that you choose to include into a beautiful keepsake book that's shipped for free. I know that my family will treasure this book forever, and you can get as many books as you want and send them to all the members of your family. You know, we all have the best intentions to sit down with grandparents and interview them and, you know, share those answers with the whole family. But as good as our intentions are, life is busy, but StoryWorth will do all the work for you. So connect with family and discover untold stories with StoryWorth. I truly have to say I love StoryWorth. The product that they sell is family memories. The book that you get at the end of the year is truly an important family keepsake. I'm so happy that my children are going to have all of those stories for when they're older and to share with their kids too. Get started right away without the need for shipping by going to storyworth.com WMD and you will get $10 off your first purchase. That's storyworth.com slash WMD for $10 off. Life has been a little overwhelming lately, right? We don't all have the support system in place that we normally do, and you might be feeling less happy and productive than normal. And you might be thinking, maybe it's time to talk to somebody so that you can start living your best life. BetterHelp is a safe and private online environment. They will assess your needs and match you with your own licensed professional therapist. And you can send a message to your counselor at any time and you'll get timely and thoughtful responses. Plus, you can schedule weekly video or phone sessions. And this is all without having to leave your house, (laughs) you know, find parking, sit in an uncomfortable waiting room, get a babysitter, all of that. BetterHelp is available for clients worldwide. And there's a broad range of expertise available, which might not even be available in your area. They have licensed professional counselors who specialize in depression, stress, anxiety, relationships, sleeping, trauma, family conflicts, grief, anger, self-esteem, LGBT matters. It's professional, convenient, and it's more affordable than traditional online counseling. And financial aid is available. 
Everything you share is confidential. So many people have been going to BetterHelp that they are recruiting additional counselors in all 50 states. So I want you to start living a happier life today. So as a Why Mommy Drinks listener, you're going to get 10% off your first month of online counseling by visiting betterhelp.com drinks. Join over 1 million people taking charge of their mental health. Again, that's betterhelp, H-E-L-P, dot com slash drinks. Oh my God. Anyway, Rebecca, tell us what has broken you, please. Okay. So uh, a few months ago in the pandemic, um, we recently moved to a new house, um, which is exciting because it was nice to get more space. Like in the pandemic, be like, oh, we leave the apartment. Now we have all this space. And so um, my husband and his sister actually traveled back to the East Coast where we're from uh, to take help take care of their mom. She had to go through some treatments. And so they flew and they did that and so one night my niece was sleeping over she's eight mm-hmm. my son is five and my son it was my- just you your niece and your son yeah okay. and my husband and my sister-in-law were away for two weeks but um you know my niece's dad was here but I just was oh. taking her- them for the night mm-hmm. so I was like oh I'll just you know have the kids and they were getting along so well it was actually the first time during the pandemic that they got to like spend time together, like close, like it's Mm -hmm. like we expanded our pod. And so they were having like this amazing time, just like playing with each other. And I was like, this is great. Like I had alone time and I ended up talking on the phone with my husband and I was watching the kids in the front yard. And the way that our house is, the front yard's all fenced in. And then as soon as you go into the driveway, there's no sidewalk. It's just street, right? Mm. But we had just put in this, like, extra gate so that they could just play in the yard. And they're, like, totally enclosed. And I was saying to my husband, I was like, this is just so great. They could just be outside. Mm. And, like, they're totally, you know, safe in here. It sounds ideal. It's ideal. And I was just, like, living my best life. And then I was like, wait, someone's in the driveway. And then I noticed the kids are no longer in the front yard. (laughs) And and I was like, wait, what's happening? And I put the phone down and I go outside. They're now in the street. (gasps) They have backpacks and both have backpacks. (laughs) My niece has an iPad with GPS walking directions to PetSmart. (laughs) which is one hour away one hour walk and I was like what are you doing and they were like we just wanted to be free and I was like what are you talking about you wanted to be free you're not allowed outside of the yard like where are you going like there's a pandemic and I was like well what are you doing and and I was like you don't even have masks on and my niece is like I told Fred we should bring masks but he said no and I was like what and I make them come back in the house and I was like you cannot leave the house you cannot ever go and where did you think you were going how did you even know PetSmart was going to be open and they're like we googled it and it said the hours I was like you can't walk to PetSmart and you can't leave the property and I look in their bags they had packed food my god a hammer hammer. in case someone comes at you you gotta have your hammer you gotta have it a million uh, changes of clothes. What? <laughs> and they were running away, but not running away, just running away to PetSmart. Pet yes, and for like was, for like ten days. Yes. <laughs> the like, there's a lot of pets at PetSmart, man. We got to spend some time with these things. <laughs> My niece is generally like extremely um, nervous. Like she doesn't do things that are against the rules, and she doesn't like. She would never do this at her house. Like she would never even go. She doesn't even like being in the front yard because maybe someone like another car could see her like she's just more like cautious person so I'm like there's no way that this is something that my niece cooked up (laughs) I'm like yelling at them I'm so furious you know and they just keep looking at each other with these like smirky faces not taking in my yells they're not like (laughs) absorbing my anger my my fear all of it and they're just like uh-huh yeah we'll never do it again okay and then they just are like whispering to each other I'm like do you understand you are not allowed to run away like you cannot run away like I could be going to jail if you guys were missing like who are you going to talk to there's a fucking pandemic so so they end up they say they understand 
And I didn't bother my sister-in-law because she was like, not only are they taking care of their mother, but my sister-in-law was like literally working at the same time, like, oh, you know, uh, over the phone. So I was like, I'm not going to call her and make her yell at my niece. So then I think that you did, uh, you did a mitzvah. Like, I think yeah. that's good. You <laughs> like, didn't make her worry <laughs> needlessly. Good job. No, yeah. My husband knew about it. I got it. Yeah. I, I was like, okay, I have it under control. So an hour goes by, they're playing nicely again. Everything's fine. And I'm, I noticed they're in my bedroom, which has a lock, which I didn't know had a lock until this moment um, <laughs> since we just moved in. And so they're, they're like locked in my bedroom and I hear them talking and they're like, okay, this time we won't wear shoes. So she won't know that we're leaving. That's very smart. Them credit. Yeah. That is a very smart move. And I was like, I hear everything you're saying, and there's cameras everywhere. <laughs> I pick the lock. You're the warden of this jail. Like, I love it. Like, I can hear you. That's a solitary confinement for three hours. <laughs> oh my God. I pick the lock with like you're a Miss skewer. Ratchet. I'm Miss Ratchet. You like me. See, so you have a, a, you like me. That's why you like Miss Ratchet. So I pick the lock with like a grill skewer. And I open the I open the door, and my son is wearing my husband's suit jacket. Yes. And the yes. plan was they were going to be barefoot, wearing disguises. <gasps> <laughs> and I flipped out again, and then I did call my sister-in-law at the time, and I called my husband, and I made them, like, FaceTime the kids and, like, tell them that they weren't allowed to do it. And my niece was hysterical hysterically crying hysterical and she was in trouble she's in trouble yeah and she was like it was all fred's idea and then (laughs) oh she rolled over (laughs) quick and she's like and then i just was like i only said what about that smart and i looked up because my son can't read so she looked up the directions and everything but it was and so then you know fred was just like we just want to be free we're so cooped up and i was like cooped up you know have two yards I'm like, in our old place, you had no outdoor space. Like, you're not cooped up. Like, what the hell? So anyway, that night, she was sleep. My niece was sleeping over. Wait, and I was freeze so- for just a second. I yeah. just want to really like soak it up <laughs> that they were gonna go barefoot, it, it disguised. And I love that he was wearing your husband's suit jacket because mm-hmm. it's so close to like two children wearing like a One trench coat. coat. Yes. Know. Can I just tell you, I have to, I want to meet these kids because (laughs) when I was a kid, I used to go to the, like my parents would be doing their thing and I would like sneak out the back door and I would go to the back closet and I would put on my father's shoes and my father's hat and my father's trench coat and I would get a briefcase and I would sneak out and come all the way around the house and ring the doorbell and my mom would be like, Aisha, what are you doing? And I was like, how did you know it was me? Every time. So I totally respect them because I'm like, you think like they're never going to know what's going on. Like you just think your parents are idiots. It's amazing. I am a businessman. (laughs) I want to talk to you about bouncy balls for your child. Let's have a conversation. (laughs) I'm here to make sure you buy your daughter more toys. (laughs) Well, all right. (laughs) Ta-ta. Go drive a car to my family and my home. And that's what adults do. Bye-bye. (laughs) The businessman gets on a tiny tricycle. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, go on, Rebecca. Um, Yeah, it was insane. It was, I was also like the idea of it wasn't lost on me that it was funny. But I was, (laughs) I knew it was funny. I knew they were like small, evil geniuses. And I'm like, I respect it. But also you cannot. They can't no. run away. <laughs> like it's not, yeah. a, you know. Yeah. And um. And so then I was scared. I was truly like, even though they were crying and it seemed like they got it, I still was nervous that they were gonna do it in the middle of the night because they were gonna totally. be sleeping in the same room and, oh. you know, and also there was there's no like I don't know they can unlock the doors because my niece is tall enough. So I put all their backpacks. I like put everything in my room when I went to sleep because I was like, okay, if I have their backpacks, they can't do it. And then um, <laughs> they won't go without their hammer. Yeah. <laughs> and you know, and my son fell asleep at like the proper time, and my niece was up until like eleven. And she couldn't sleep. So she ended up sleeping in bed with me that night, which I was like, well, you know, that's fine. Because at least I know she's not running away. 
exactly. and and then apparently like the next day she was facetiming and told her mom like my husband heard she told her mom that she had the worst time at my house and I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> but like also we played all these games we did all this like before like in even yeah. after the runaway, like we played charades and like we had a great time. I kept taking pictures of all the artwork they were doing. I'm like, we had an amazing time. The only reason she had a bad time is because they ran away and they got in trouble. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I didn't expect the runaway to happen That's... this age. And the freaking GPS, that really wow. that really got me. That really Kids got these me. These days they can actually get places now. <laughs> You know what I mean? Oh my god! And the fact that she had the smart answer of like, we googled it, we knew the yeah. hours. I'm like, oh my god! So I might have ended up with 200 fish of my own had they actually got the best part. What What were they gonna do when they got to PetSmart? What was the plan? Do you know? Look at Look at pets. Look. Okay. Yeah. Well, because my my uh, my son used to. We don't have pets. We had one fish who basically was sick for three months and yeah. then um, we put it out of its misery. And it was, that was a nightmare. That was enough for me. Um, you put it out of its misery. I flushed did it down the toilet. Flush it. Okay. I, thought, I was like, how? Like, how did you do that? It sounds like you like, you're like, Injection. and now it's time. You like put a little mask on it and give yeah. it oxygen and like do no, whatever. Yeah. When you look up the, say, the most um, – like a humane. nicest humane way to kill a fish. They say chop its head off and <gasps> what? do it. What? How <laughs> is it more humane than just putting them in the water that they started out with and give them a little flush down to the ocean? That's I how know, I they like said that was mean that that um chopping their head off is better, but I, we were like, we can't do it. No. I guess that makes sense because when you flush things down, they don't. It doesn't. I don't think it goes right to the ocean. It probably goes through like a no, bunch of filters and goes to a magical, magical place. Okay, <laughs> yeah. you put them down there. My mom told me when we flushed ours, it went to a magical place. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm just imagining this fish like stuck on. So- I- Look here. I we watch the magic school bus. We've seen what happens, how water goes through many processes. Okay. <laughs> okay. All right. Okay. okay. Uh that's bananas. No one in my house has done anything like that, and that is terrifying. Yeah, my well, my even Fred's Fred is my son's name, his preschool teacher, like he's pretty good. But she did say, like, he's very smart, and you just hope that he used his his intelligence for good. Like, his teacher said that. <laughs> this is a setup for if he becomes the hero or the villain in the car- in, like, the comic. And that's this what is I said. Moment. I was like, he could be an evil genius, but I think she thought I meant, like, I was talking about evil in some religious way. And I was like, no, no, I'm not, like, worried. I'm not, like, worried he needs an exorcism. It's just, like, you know, we just don't know which direction he's going to go in. And I feel like you've already said in the past, Rebecca, that he has like a very dark point of view. Yes. (laughs) Tell me more. What do you mean? He's like, we're all going to die, mommy. Don't worry about it. Like, what is he? He does say that. He does. He said, said, he's like, we don't know if we're going to survive this. And I'm like, what? And he's like, the pandemic, like as humans, this might be how we become extinct. Oh, my God. I'm not like teaching him this stuff. (laughs) <laughs> oh my god like he talks well, about that evil lot. genius or not i watched some video on one of your feeds i think yesterday rebecca of him dancing and it brought me so much joy he is he does love to dance that is that's a point where i'm like oh he is a, a like a, re- a real child and not some sort of <laughs> old goth man <laughs> <laughs> Have you read those, like, the Reddit things where parents post, like, creepy things their kids have said to them? Have you guys ever heard of this? Oh, no. It's so terrifying. It's like some kids will be, like, I'm putting them to sleep, and it's like, goodbye, mommy. It's like, no, no, sweetie, it's good night. It's like, not tonight. And then they're just like, <laughs> And it's like things like that where you're like, wait a minute, do they know something? It's like one kid said, you're much better than my last parents. Good night. And they were like, what? Oh, my God. What are you talking about? Like just terrifying things that kids say because then it gets in your head. I'm oh, like, 
Yeah. <gasps> that reminds me, Aisha, everyone listening, if you have any spooky stories, like, yeah, like creepy things your kids have said or ghosts in your house or <laughs> anything that could be uh, Halloween related, you know, Halloween is coming sooner than we think. And uh, please send me either write write me your stories and send them uh, to why mommy drinks podcast at Gmail or, um, you know, call our hotline and, and tell your story and, <clears throat> excuse me, and I could include it in the uh, in the Halloween episode because that would be fucking rad. We have a ghost. We have a ghost that's come out during the pandemic. What? Oh my God. Go the, on. I'm telling you. So <clears throat> I was always convinced we had a ghost and my husband was like, you're just crazy, um, which also could be true. But <laughs> while the pandemic has been happening... Like multiple in the middle of the night, my husband got out of bed to do something, and he's like, "Hey, did did you turn the light on last night?" And I was like, "What are you talking about?" And he's like, "No, the kitchen lights were all on in the middle of the night last night." And I was like, "Well, no, I didn't leave them on, so we definitely have a ghost." And he's like, "Let's not go to the <laughs> Let's not go that far. The other day, he texted me, and I was doing something in a different room, and he goes, "Did you turn the TV on?" And I was like, "No. Well, how would I turn? Like, I'm in a, not in that room." And he's like, "The TV's on. The TV is on in the living room." Like. He just came home and the TV was on and our kids sleep. I'm like, all these little things, things get like are open upstairs where I have my little loft where my office is. The couch had dust footprints. Like, what? See anything more like really juvenile Halloween movie than dusty footprints? Oh, <laughs> like walking out is creepy. Is it creepy? Dusty footprints dusty on the couch? On the couch. And it's like I never I almost never even sit on the couch. Never mind stand on it. So wait. What size were they? Were they like adult sized? Could you see like the outline of like they the were just tread? Like, it wasn't like a, <laughs> I love it because we're like Scooby doing this now. Um, <laughs> it wasn't like um like a sh- just like a like well I assumed it was a footprint. It was in the shape of like sort of like <laughs> an oval. Okay, no okay. real distinct tread. O- oval, or- as all of our feet are ovals. Oval. Yes. <laughs> You know, all, we all know goats' feet are. Say it with me, oval. Okay, um, but yeah, so very. I don't know. It's very scary, but I kind of welcome a ghost as long as they're cool. You know, as long as they're not gonna like, kill me, I'm cool with it. I'm cool. They're they're listening right now, so they're yeah. like, she's cool with this. Yeah. <laughs> one of, one's a, one of the ghosts is a nerd. And it's like she doesn't want me here. <laughs> Nobody wants me. I'm a Come loser. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, you're not very cool. Yeah. <laughs> you're always bringing us down. Remember that last ghost party we had? What was that? <laughs> you were getting too drunk. <laughs> and the people who live here's blood. Oh no. <laughs> Things took a turn. Now we know what Nancy's really about. <laughs> Oh my goodness! Well, um, uh, I'm sorry. Congratulations on your I ghost. I don't know how to feel about it yet. So far, just very innocent things. This ghost is just having a great time. They're dancing on furniture. They're you know watching TV, getting Turn some snacks. Yeah, in, so they're fine. Great. Well, Aisha, please, please tell us uh, what what uh, what has driven you to drink? To <laughs> <laughs> madness. I was like, when you asked, like, I'm like, so how many stories do I get to tell? Um, <laughs> So recently, my kid is—he's like—he's like freakishly strong, okay. And I think like all parents say that about their kids, but like, I kid you not, like he has the the grip of like a sailor. Like it's just <laughs> wow, it's like unbelievable. That's the thing that sailors are known for. Right? <laughs> I feel like, you know, you gotta really hold on to those ropes on the mast and the things and the. Oh yeah. He. We were upstairs in my loft and I have like a little kettlebell in there. It's like 10 pounds, but still like 10 pounds, right? And he just like, he just picked it up and moved it. Like no, no worries. And I was like, whoa, 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 Hercules baby. Like calm your roll. (laughs) We don't need these pieces of strength. Because I was like, you're going to drop it on your foot or whatever. But no, he was just like walking with a 10 pound weight in his hands. And he's just like, it's like weird. It's like he's freakishly strong. And now he started to like express himself more. So oh, yeah. we, you know, usually 
we went on changing his diaper. It's like a fun event. It has always been like this just a little lay down. We give you a little toy to play with. We sing some songs. We lift up those legs. I have a whole song about how he's got rock and roll legs. Come on, right? <laughs> um, he loves it. He just he just sits there and giggles and has a great time. And then Aww. in the last little bit, though, he has been more like, I don't want to get on that change table. I don't want to do this. I want, I want to keep this diaper on my butt. <clears throat> and like I put him up and he's already like – it's like he's a Cirque du Soleil performer. Ah. <laughs> so bendy and wiggly and strong that like I literally – and somebody just like, oh, ha, ha, ha. It's like hard to handle him. Like I'm yeah. like, you're going to die because I'm like, this is a high up table and like you're like flipping out of my arms. I'm catching you. Yeah. And the other day he was doing this and it's, it's like it's become a two-person job. Like my husband is working from home full time, but I'll be like, I need your help. I need you to come in. Like I can't. I can't he do this. He's like pin him down essentially. That's what yeah, we like, would – had to do. He, he takes the top half. Yeah. I take the bottom half. And it's like a two oh, two man job. Yes. Um so, <laughs> I just had a flashback, like a sense memory flashback <laughs> of like what you are describing. I'm having to like put my whole like like rest my whole arm and like the top part of my body like on my son yes. while I'm using my right hand to like do the diaper and like your face is right in the line of fire. Like, <laughs> yeah. And you has poop. You're like you don't want the poop to get everywhere, and it ultimately and they're will. kicking and yeah, oh, horrible. Well, they kick you is, in the face. This is the thing. He he. When it, when it's a pee pee diaper, you're like, okay, this is hard enough, right? But when it's a poop diaper, you're like, this is no. a whole other level because, no. like, poop. I think it pee on me. I don't really care, right? You pee on my face. Eh, no big deal. Wash you wash. I just wipe it off at this point. I'm like, it doesn't matter. But if there's like. <laughs> poop it's a whole like that's like a hygiene like germs oh. and like you know pink eye and all this stuff <laughs> yeah so I'm like I was in there by myself my husband was on a meeting so he couldn't come help me and I was like okay we're doing this and my kid was like really wrestling like full-on and he had a big like a monster poop that wasn't just like what we call poop cakes it was like poop soup you know what I mean like really, <laughs> oh, a number in there and he oh wrestled his way into you know how like when you're changing you grab both their feet or ankles sort of with one hand and you do the rest yeah. with the other hand mm -hmm. he had like wrestled his way into somehow it's like trussing a chicken yeah, right? yeah. <laughs> the only thing touching the pad like the mat the changing mat on the table was his head so i had somehow like to keep him safe just kept lifting him higher and higher and his mouth is upside down literally like like a chicken like when you're yeah and I and then he's wiggling like and then he's like wiggling trying to get out of my hand, twisting around like a like a fish on a yes. yeah. Everything about this episode is about fish. You need to call this episode the fish. <laughs> he's like twisting around, and then the poop starts like kind of fly falling uh, off. No. And I'm like, at first I was like, okay, trying not to get it on me and trying not to like get it on things. But then I was like, I'm gonna drop my kid, so yeah. I have to like grab my other hand in there, and I'm just like, well, just your hand can get poopy. Don't worry about it. Like just go for it. And I'm holding this kid and there's like poop on his legs and poop on my hands. And then I finally like put him back on the on the mat on the table and he like it then it becomes like 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 ladies oil wrestling. Like he was just like full on <laughs> moving around, wrestling, trying to like get on his knees and slipping and stuff. So the poop's going everywhere. And I was like, I don't know what to do. Like I don't want him to fall. I need him to be safe. I need to do this. And, but, so I just, I just gave up and I just grabbed onto him with all my might onto my chest and like there's shit on my shirt, on my arms, there's shit getting everywhere. And he's still like, nope, not doing like trying to climb up my body. Oh my God. And eventually I was like calling my husband and eventually he came and we got him down. We got him to like calm down and I like wiped the change table and we laid him back down and we did it. But then I was like, you know, this is stupid. So we ended up giving him like a midday bath yeah. and I just took all my clothes off and like started from scratch. I was is like, he, so while he's doing oh this, God. is he crying? Is he laughing? Like, is he like having a, like a great time? Yeah. <laughs> he's like, no, he's, he's kind of like just annoyed. He's not like super upset. He's not okay. crying, crying, but he's, he's not having a good time. Like I almost thought like maybe there's something uncomfortable about this change table, but then sometimes he doesn't do it. So I think he just is like not liking 
having somebody else have control over his body right now. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. My son was the same way. He never wanted to get changed. And like, even like he just was even once he started school, like preschool, they'd be like, the main problem is that he refuses to get his diaper changed. (laughs) And and he'd have poop and they'd try to talk to him. about. I mean, like, yeah, we he still kind of fights if I say you have to go to the bathroom. Like he's like, it's, it's control. And there, and it's the only thing that your son can control at his age. So he's like, get ready, mom. He's definitely amazing how a small, tiny human who like, I weigh a lot more than he does. I have bigger muscles than he does, but somehow he conquers me every time when it gets to him because I'm still trying to keep him safe in all this. I'm like, if you want me to not keep you safe, I will win this, but I am not going to be that mom today, right? I'm like, I'm trying still. Oh my God. I can't believe you had to like clutch him to your chest covered in shit. Like a poopy hug. It was just a horrible poopy hug. Oh God. I know exactly what you're talking about. Like with like, that they arch their back and they try to turn over and uh-huh. they're, it's like the slowest break dance move. You know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's actually quite beautiful. If we could look at this from afar, right. It's like a beautiful interpretive dance. Yeah. When you're in it, you're like, stop it. It's like yeah. a diaper changing capoeira or whatever. Right. <laughs> you gotta wonder like what the end goal is. Like what's the end of it for him? He's like, so then now I can be diaperless and covered in shit and like living. Yeah, I think that life. may be it. He doesn't like, I mean, I don't think he likes the covered in shit part, but he, if he could be naked all the time, he would love it. He oh, runs. Yeah. He's so happy when we take, sometimes we'll just take his clothes off and let him run for a bit. And he just loves <laughs> it. I can't, I was like that too as a kid. And still now I'm like, if I want to have a nap, I want to get naked to have a nap. Like I just oh. like, I feel more comfortable without the clothes. Well, it's good. Oh. Nobody has to wrestle the mafia. <laughs> sometimes my husband does. Okay, but... <laughs> Oh man, yeah. I used to love sleeping naked, but now with like an eight-year-old and a and a ten, nine-year-old, like it's just I feel like it. It's just no. It's, it's too nah. much. No, you haven't gotten past the like. I'm like, it still feels totally appropriate for me to be naked in front of my kids. So I'm oh, like, yeah. at some point that will change. But I'm like, I feel like I'm gonna be that mom who's like, wait, when does it change? He's 14. Is that still over? Like I'll have no clue because I'm just so like. I think you'll naked. know when they're like. Like my son will be like boobs, and I'm like, okay, <laughs> where's my top? <laughs> I have to say, I I am still like I don't walk around necessarily naked, but I will sometimes, you know, make an appearance, yeah, uh, yeah naked, and I forget. I feel like. My nine-year-old hasn't said anything, but I am starting to feel like, maybe I shouldn't do this. And then I think my eight-year-old, I was like, I peed in front of him. I I used the toilet in front of him. And he was like, I don't think he said something that was like, you shouldn't be doing this. Or like, you shouldn't be, I think he was like, you shouldn't be naked doing this or something. And I was like, well, first of all, I have, I'm wearing clothes. I'm just peeing. (laughs) But don't shame me. Um, Aisha, please, uh, is there, uh, tell us, is there anything that you would uh, like to promote? Tell people to check you out somewhere. Um, well, I'm on the Instagrams at Aisha Alpha and that's the same. If you type that name in correctly, all of my stuff will show up. It's all that. My website's AishaAlpha.com. But on there, you can find, um, my album that came out, um, this year (gasps) of all the parts and what's it called? All the parts. All the parts. Yeah. And it's kind of like my journey from being like a single independent lady to being like, oh, I got married. Oh, I have a kid. Oh, my God. Like, that's kind of (laughs) Uh, Um, amazing. You had a kid and gave birth to a comedy album like in the uh same period of time. That's amazing. I recorded it. um, What? July, August, September, October. Four months after my kid came out. But it's because it's like I was actually trying to record it before. And then I was just like, this is not happening. So I had this like real I need to get this done so I could move on with like being a mom Mm -hmm. um but I was super excited about it I'm really pumped about it um all things comedy produced it and um yeah so that's the big that's like the ongoing thing that's out there but then I also wait really quick Aisha where can we hear it It, it, where can we go to hear your album it's on all the things so it's on um iTunes Pandora Spotify if you go to my album it's on there if you go to all things comedy the actual the video the specials on all things comedy's (gasps) YouTube channel it's like 
It's all the places. If awesome. You type. I can't yeah. wait to see that. Okay. Sorry. Go on. No, that's fine. Um, and then I host a monthly show called The Shout Out Show um, with um, two other comedians, Sophia Zolan and Winter Spears. And it's um, through the Dynasty Typewriter. They mm-hmm. And I love them. They're so great. But they do it on their YouTube channel. And it's just an hour of us shouting out people, places, and things that we absolutely adore that we think people should check out. <laughs> and then we have a guest on to come and like tell us about their life and their things and give us a little like mantra or quote or thing that makes them happy and keeps them going. It's just great. It's an hour of positivity oh. in this like doom and gloom time um, that we're super excited about. So that's every Thursday at 5 p.m. Pacific time. And then you can just look. If you miss it, it's on the Dynasty Typewriters YouTube channel afterwards too. Amazing. Awesome. awesome. Yeah. And Rebecca, is there anything, uh, where can people find you? Do you have anything you want people to check out? Yeah, you can find me on uh, Instagram, Twitter, at Hello Rebecca, and I'm Rebecca with two Ks. Um, and upcoming, I just did a animated storytelling web series called Storyline.tv, which is really fun. There's a lot of like awesome comedians telling stories. I got to participate in that, and uh, that just came out uh, today, so it'll be online whenever this episode comes out. Uh, but go to Storyline.tv to watch that. And then if you follow me on Instagram, you'll find out when I'm doing. I'm actually doing a show through Dynasty Typewriter with my comedy group, The Apple Sisters. We're going to be doing a Halloween theme show um, uh, from our own homes and I'm trying to order like three versions of every prop so that we can do (laughs) this full musical (laughs) it's a musical comedy 1940s singing and dancing show somehow on zoom so um, I'm just dieting now to fit into my costume but please (laughs) go on Instagram (laughs) on my Instagram and then I'll tell you um, how to get tickets they're not up yet but I love Dynasty Typewriter as well so that's where I recorded my album actually they're the best awesome and watch glow guys watch glow because you know we want to finish season four so you know i think if a lot of people watch it then we'll definitely be able to finish it once this damn pandemic is over (laughs) yeah also yeah if you haven't started watching glow you are missing out Start now yeah just start right this fucking second yeah Uh, what are you doing What are you doing with your lives? Like, what? just stop if you're not. Yeah. Um, yeah, definitely check out that Apple Sisters show. I saw your live, like, years ago, uh, Christmas Apple Sisters show, and it was so f- silly and funny, and it was just, like, a great time. So I will Thanks. definitely be checking out your Halloween show. Um, Aisha. What do you have to promote, Betsy? Oh. <laughs> Um, I have a podcast. It's called Why Mommy Drinks. Oh, I have to check that out. (laughs) I'm often driven to drink by childhood. (laughs) Um, Yeah, I mean, that's kind of what I'm doing. I'll I'll be losing my mind on that podcast uh, weekly. (laughs) Um, Aisha, you are doing a great job. Do you know that? I hope you know that. Thank you. Guys, I've been having, it's been a real, uh, we also, Rebecca, we just bought a house as well and um it's uh it's a lot you know what I mean we're still doing rentals and stuff on it but it's like I feel like I'm losing my mind and just doing everything poorly so it's really nice to hear that um I mean you guys also aren't at my house so you don't really know how I'm doing but like how I'm doing as a mom as a human being but thank you I love the blind confidence in me (laughs) (laughs) like oh we didn't realize it was this bad I'm sorry we take it back (laughs) I don't know. I think you all should check out Aisha's uh, Instagram because it's very like powerful and empowering. You're just like, I feel like every picture is just you fucking like kicking ass and just being like, (laughs) hey, I kick ass. Can I just say this? So actually a friend of mine just said her girlfriend got pregnant and she was having a hard time with it. And so she's like, you should talk to Aisha because I'm like a a pregnant lady whisperer. Like if you're like, I don't know if this is the right thing. I'm like, come talk to me. We'll talk it out. And it's good. (laughs) But um, she was like, I looked at her Instagram and it seems like she's like a badass mom. Yeah. And she's like doing stuff. And I was like, yes, because Instagram is like wonderful and a celebration of all the perfect moments. But also, (laughs) and so I started an Instagram account (gasps) to counter all of my perfect moments because I was like, you know what? I really love like the glammed up pictures or the funny pictures or the cool moments and stuff like that. But I also want to show that like everything isn't always perfect and that's also fabulous and wonderful and a-okay. So I have another Instagram account called Living the Bad Life. Nice. And it's just pictures of me looking ugly. So (laughs) 
It's legit like bad angles. It's like me caught someone caught me sleeping or like when you're trying to pose and you look horrible or like whatever. It's just all pictures of me looking really bad. So I felt like it was a good way to like compensate for like the perfection that we all like to put on Instagram. Mm -hmm. Um, But yeah, I feel like that's more of a a snapshot if you have both of those sides of me at Aisha Alpha, Alpha with an F, not a PH, and then living the bad life. And there you've got me in a nutshell. Then we know you. Yeah, then you'll really know me. <laughs> Rebecca, yeah. you are doing a great job also. Thank you. To- and Betsy, so are you. You're, yeah, you're kicking ass job. with those fish, those <laughs> God damn it. You're killing it. But uh, not the fish. Yeah. Don't kill the fish. Unless you want to. What if you are? You need to chop their heads off. Just ah, ah, fish heads off. And <laughs> them to the cat. <laughs> I don't mean to give you advice. <laughs> <laughs> he's easy to find he is always outside Um, well uh everyone listening thank you so much for joining us uh check out our new patreon and uh i am here to tell you that uh no matter what however you're feeling whatever you i don't know what look amanda used to end the show and i don't know how to end it anymore you're all doing a wonderful job you're all doing, she has a good voice over voice. So. You're all doing it. That's right. Um, <laughs> I'm Amanda Allen. You're doing a great, great job. job. <laughs> so soothing. My mommy drinks. Screw it. Screw it. We're just going to talk about comics. Do you like comic books? Do you like brothers? Do you like brothers talking about comic books? Then this is the podcast for you. Screw it. We're just going to talk about comics. Will Hines and Kevin Hines, performers from the Upright Citizen Brigade Theater and actual brothers, talk about actual comic books they love, like Spider-Man, The Fantastic Four, and many more. If you prefer your podcast to be about fictional people talking about fictional books, this isn't it. But otherwise... Screw it. We're just going to talk about comics from Campfire Media. Campfire.